Welcome to the Magic on the Inside podcast by the Sisters Enchanted, where we chat magic, hot topics, personal development, and good old-fashioned life. Brew up something delicious and sit with us for a spell. Welcome to this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast. I'm Sarah, founder of the Sisters Enchanted, and today we are talking a little bit more about wealth and money. The last couple episodes have been on those topics and we're continuing that theme as we talk about your money story and why we firmly believe that this world needs more wealthy witches and what your story has to do with that. All right. Well, sit back, listen in and enjoy. Hello, sister. Hello, sister, sister. Okay. Just as we were starting this, Anna was telling me that I have an angsty aura. And then she tried to tell me that it was a chaotic aura. It's both. And then she she backtracked. I didn't backtrack. It's both. They're like one and the same. Chaos. When you don't control the chaos, it leads to angst. When I don't control the chaos, I'm yes. really confused about how you're trying to paint me right now. Okay, when things are chaotic and you feel like you have no control over things and it goes to a boiling point, it then becomes angsty. Oh, yes. Well, <laughs> I was just dancing around the office, so. Well, also, sometimes your chaos <laughs> overflows into crazy. And so, really, it depends on how high the heat is that's <laughs> underneath you. So, it's either like rage monster or it's ridiculous enthusiasm <laughs> craziness yeah well <laughs> we were just feeling overwhelmed with things and I just went to the whiteboard and reorganized everything in five seconds flat yeah so it's all better which totally negates the two-day meeting that we had earlier this year where we that was scheduled, last year uh, apologies <laughs> negates the whole two hours I sat with Sarah talking about our next year to come so now oh, that calendar you it does not at all have up with that's the magnets a lie. on you're that fibbing. whiteboard you're telling fibs. you're fibbing you're a fibber see now you're acting see this is when your chaos energy overflows <laughs> let me see that calendar Just, you have your right i can't reach mine. that one you don't get to touch mine. <laughs> within reach everything's the same literally nothing changed on here okay because that's a real cohesive calendar it is it's color-coded <laughs> Thanks to you, color coding it. Yeah, you're welcome. I made a key. You made a key and you color coded it. Sometimes Sarah color codes things, but then doesn't tell anybody what the colors mean. Yes, I do. You just don't remember. When we ask you, you tell. That's also not true. (laughs) I mention it in passing. And if you choose to listen or not, it's up to you. People are going to listen to this and they're going to think one or two things. Or three or four things. One, that we have no idea what we're doing. Accurate. Two, one of us is lying. You are. <laughs> See how quickly you say that and how snarky it is might make people believe that you, in fact, are the one that's living here a little bit. Well, that would be for other people to think. 
<laughs> so they're gonna need to think that one of us is crazy both of us are crazy or that definitely you're crazy i'm entirely crazy never claimed otherwise <laughs> number one number two you uh, uh, just don't catch the details that i pass off in passing which i guess is understandable <laughs> number three everything's fine i reorganize everything uh-huh and your calendar stayed the same. Sure did. So let's agree to disagree that our minds are very different. How much? Our minds are so different. <laughs> and I don't know how <laughs> we function at all, but we do. Anna's over here like, I don't even remember what was going on. Something. I said something and then she accused me of saying something else or doing something. I was like, what? We don't even live in the same speech bubble. Like our speech bubbles are just no they're actually quite the same because really you're usually saying something <laughs> even if you didn't mean to say something you your words and gifts if you ever find yourself texting sarah she can communicate emotions in spades and gifts you actually communicate pretty well and I understand what you're saying to me but you oftentimes are like what that didn't happen I didn't say that that's not what I meant but really you did meet you did mean it because that's when your chaos energy boiled over into angst and you said things that you maybe wouldn't perhaps have said if you were just in normal chaotic vibration and hadn't boiled over to either crazy sarcastic or angsty okay. and sharp-witted like 90% of the time, I am not in any kind of level of chaos energy. This is like, I thought you were going to say that you work in chaos energy and it was like Sarah. No, no. I live in chaos you energy. You live in chaos energy. And now, because Sarah and I work together in an office space. So this office space, can we talk about this? This office space has one, two, two three, four, five, six rooms. Plus a kitchen. And a bathroom. And Sarah and I are in one room together. <laughs> one small built-in desk. On one L-shaped desk. While the other rooms are pretty much empty. And, and Anna's husband, who does not work here, has his own office. He does work here, technically. <laughs> well, he does. He's actually our tech dude. Yes. He's on the payroll. He is. The payroll. So he does work here. He does. So, but he also has his own office. Yes. How that does. came to be. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> And um, we joke about how Sarah and I each could have had our own office here, but that Sarah won't let me. <laughs> I would just come sit with you. Sarah would pick up her computer and sit across me and work while saying ridiculous things at me. And then at the end of the week, ask me why I didn't get anything done. And then I don't say it's because you distracted me all week. <laughs> Which I should oh probably gosh. start saying. Oh, my chaos energy. <laughs> well, your earthy energy feels similar to me as my chaos energy does to you. Okay, well, I bet. Okay, so we were doing a meditation the other day. <laughs> a group of meditation um, on a rune for our Viking magic class. And because Sarah and I sit so close together in our <laughs> office space, my knee was touching Sarah's knee. And all I could do, all I could feel was her chaotic vibrations. I bet when you touch my knee, you don't feel chaotic vibrations. No, I want to like, if anything, you feel a heavy weight of, I want to like um, push you <laughs> and pull the cozy blanket off 
and like send you out into the yonder to cause trouble with me. I'm like heavy dragging. <laughs> yeah, our energy is very different. Yeah. That's actually why I think we function. Anyway, that's what was happening before we started this. Which I think is a good segue into the topic of this Of podcast. money stories and wealthy witches. And why the world needs more wealthy witches. Yeah. Why do you think the world needs more wealthy witches? So that they can work together in large offices, in small spaces. <laughs> On top of each other. <laughs> and meditate and make the world a more magical and better place. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> podcast over. Seltier. <laughs> okay. Now. So. Let's start at the start. Okay. Your money stories. Right. Which we talked about. Yeah. We talked about money stories. We talked about it in another episode. But today, I want you to consider your money stories and your timelines, your life timelines. So the way that I look at life energy is that we have our past lives And your past life can also be your past present life. It doesn't have to be something your soul experienced before. It can be a version of you that essentially doesn't exist anymore. So a childhood self, teenager self, um, I would even argue like my 20 year old self, you know, is very different. That would be a past present. Anna's laughing. My chaos energy was a whole different sort of fun. Mixed in with a little bit of this fun. We, it was probably foreshadowing. It's kind of fun in another way. In another way. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So if you want to get into some trouble, I'm probably the one that you should not hang out with. I mean, that you should hang out with. If you don't want to get in trouble, you should probably not hang out with me. I think every time I've ever gotten to any sort of real trouble. I've been involved. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. You're welcome. So your past life, it can be a past life or it can be your past present life. So something from this lifetime that you very much remember, right? So if you think of that timeline, your present timeline is happening also, and your future timeline is happening. Now think of the rungs on a ladder or like on a fence or something, that they're all parallel. They are all running together. You're carrying with you right at this moment, right now. That's what that picture means on your notes. Yes, that is what that picture means. That fence, no. that fence picture. I get so, it now. <laughs> um, so you are that's the only note picture of a fence. Yep, that's the only note for this <laughs> podcast is that picture I drew. So you're right at this moment. You are carrying with you all of this. Those the stories from your childhood, your past lives, if you believe in that, your teenage years, your twenties, your thirties wherever you are in like your forties, those past stories, they are alive and well in how you make decisions and your money decisions, how you spend money, how you earn money, how you ask for money, how you save money, how all of these things with money, right? Your present situation, that, that timeline is also running right now. That's the one that you can see, like reach out your hand, touch it. And that's how you're operating at this moment. And then your future, that's where you want to be and how you wish things could be, how you think things should be. If only, you know, X, Y, and Z hadn't happened, how they could be for you. So that is also happening though. So all three of these timelines are living at the same time. It's not, you don't ever leave one thing behind because it's informing everything that you do. So when we look at our money timelines and our money stories, 
as we shared some of our money stories in a previous podcast episode. So if you missed that, go back and check in on probably episodes like 98, 99, and 100 for all of our abundance information. And I can't remember if it was 98 or 99 that we talked about these stories, but if you go back and you consider them, you can do lots of work around your early money stories to try to clear up money blocks and be a better steward of money right now. But that the reality is, is that every time you come to a new financial situation, you have to check in with that timeline and see how it's informing your new situation because they are living together all the time. So we looked at our money stories and I'm asking you again to do the same thing and look at how that is informing your right now and your vision for the future. So if it always felt really hard to make money, like you never had any, and right now you're like, yeah, I feel that right now too. It's really hard. I never have any. And you think to yourself, oh, I would love to live off the land in the future, like have a homestead, or I'd love to travel the world and be self-employed. How is your money past and your present? Is that story on the same consciousness level as the story you want to create? Or are they completely off base from each other? Because if they are not in alignment, that future story is going to be really hard for you to write because you're going to keep carrying the past and present one with you, which is informing the future direction you're going. So much. You just said so many things. <laughs> this is my chaos energy coming out. I know. But all I could really it, think of. It needed an escape. <laughs> it needed an escape. <laughs> A long winter's rant. Um, <laughs> As I drink more caffeine. I know. Um, it had me thinking a lot of things because we've talked about our money story in that one podcast. Sorry, Sarah was being distracting, but not on <laughs> purpose, but she was. Um, and I, now I forget what I had said about that but I had an epiphany during that podcast oh well we were talking about the skewer stick on our tv oh yeah that see I forgot about that memory until just now and you brought it up and I'm like geez Louise um anyways but I was thinking in my head um what my because Sarah was talking about your memories and your first memories and my first memory to my knowledge to my remembering is um, a sad memory. <laughs> a sad turn down memory lane. It is. We were quite young and living in Illinois with our parents of the blood <laughs> variety. <laughs> it's our mom's on her third marriage. Yes, you can tell. We have I'm multiple parents. You can tell that I'm having some shadowy work feelings come up um, as I can't say the words blood parents, <laughs> blood <laughs> without, parents. without having to have a pause. Anyways, um, my first memory in life is of being in the house that we had just moved into really, right? Because we weren't in it very long. I'm asking you yeah. for for confirmation. Yeah, well, I don't know where the story's going. Okay. I don't, well, I don't know the tale okay. that you're about to tell. Well, it's the memory, a sad memory of the night that my mom decided to leave. Oh, that's a very big memory. That is a very big memory. <laughs> and what does that have to do with money? Well, 
See, it's just a it's just a bad memory. No, because as you were talking, your brain starts thinking of things. Yes. And sometimes your brain takes you to unexpected places, like we were talking about in that meditation. Yes. That sometimes My you're like moose in Georgia. Exactly. Like that's random, but sometimes <laughs> your brain takes you somewhere. And then when you go back and you think about it, you have to kind of tie, you know, yeah. throw, tie the string to the other bit of information and yes. then kind of jot down how you get from one place to the next. Yes. Right. So for me thinking now, and if you've been following us on the podcast for a while, you know, one of my big main goals is, is to have a house where my kids can have their own rooms and I don't have to move much. But one of my first memories is of just moving into a house that was ours for the first time, because prior to that, we had lived in what, either small places or with our grandparents family, yeah. or family um, and things like that. So my one of my first memories is the disruption of something newly just my goodness, new, new foundation. this is big. <laughs> this night Anna's speaking of it's a it's a it's a it's a to do a heavy night it's the night our mom told our dad that she wanted to get divorced and this was after they'd been separated for two years almost I think we'd been living in Ohio near my grandparents and with my grandparents for part of that time and then near them for part and my our dad bought a house that we were to live in and move back and my mom said took too long and, you know, life has moved on since you right. did not swoop in earlier. And my dad did not take the news well. Right. Our dad. Right. Because we had spent some time with him alone that night. Yes. Yeah. And then mom came back to the house. Yes. Because I remember our bedrooms and everything like that. I remember the themes and how Sarah's was so cool and mine was not so cool. Anyways. Um, but... I'm thinking about that in money stories now and the fact that we do look up houses sometimes, but we're, I hesitate in taking the steps to actually like find a house. Meanwhile, I'm like, I don't understand why y'all haven't tried buying one right Right. Now. Right. Well, because, it's my chaos energy. Right. Well, because me, I have <laughs> some money mindset issues, but not only that, but as you were talking about that and previous memories, that's the memory that came up for me. And the uncertainty Goodness. of foundations and taking those steps. Because maybe I have some lost inner child problems to deal with. And it's presenting in your Money present mindset. timeline. Yes. And it's not allowing you to manifest the future timeline that you want. Precisely. <sighs> okay. Collective sigh. Sarah, what? you know what? I just got really real. I was podcast. That, I don't, and I can't tell if you are being supportive. I am being supportive. Oh, okay, you kind of were just talking to me a little no, bit. No, that was a big deal, and that's a hard memory. <laughs> you know what you're doing? You're using your teacher tone <laughs> when, like, when you when you try to talk to all the children about like the moral of the story. Like, they all just got in trouble for doing something. You're like, wow, you guys all just had really big feelings. <laughs> And I know how it's hard sometimes to be cousins. Oh my gosh, I just said that. And especially to my son Jacob. And Jacob, I know how hard it is for you to be the big cousin. I just said that to my kids. So I was like, that seems like it was a really big feeling that you just had. <laughs> and Scarlett looked at me like she was going to slice me open. Yeah. And that's something that Sarah says. And Sarah's like, I hear you right now. 
but <laughs> and we have to move forward no that was a good one and it makes so much sense it really does yeah because it's probably a little bit of fear yep. of moving forward because i don't remember a lot like if you know me which a lot of you don't you kind of know me but i have a lot of serious mental blocks over our memories you know, like you just remembered more about the timeline of my, the story that I remember than I remember. remember. Yeah, well, I'm older than you. You are. So not by like that much. No, but enough. So. Enough to be older. Yeah. But I obviously <laughs> had some mental blocks just in life. I mean, I can't even name off my high school teachers to you because I don't remember. Yeah. Well, you know, remember the important things. But that's a really good example and also how it's preventing you from being a wealthier witch because home, if you own your home, you know, granted, you're going to be <laughs> a lot of debt from owning a home because right. of a mortgage, but, you know, real estate and homeownership in the long run, if you're smart about it, right, is building wealth. Um, and that is preventing you from that. Mm -hmm. See, so doing this money work and understanding these timelines and that they are playing out constantly. So for me, for example, the need to all, to make sure my family's cared for. So mm -hmm. Anna, you know, I am a little rough around the edges. I'll be the first one to admit that there's no, I just told you I'm chaos energy 90% of the time. I am not going to sit here and pretend that I'm not, or think that people just think something of me that I don't think of myself. I'm fully aware of <laughs> these fatal flaws of mine. And that said though, due to our childhood money stuff, I always want to make sure everybody's taken care of. Including me. And, yeah. And I will pay people or pay for things for people or hand out cash and to the point where it's like oh man I shouldn't have I shouldn't have done that I, have done that. <laughs> I should have like I, I over I overgave a little bit there and then find myself having to like figure out my own life because I took care of everybody else's and that is a that is something that comes from these stories Anna's sharing and what's and this is my point about the timeline though is that it changes as your life changes so I did me like I did manage that and deal with it in a, in a lot of ways. And I've realized it and I made a lot of choices in the last few years that helped me course correct that and have better boundaries. But now as a business owner and as a person who, you know, my husband and I are looking at buying some real estate and things like that, I have to really, it's like, Act, it's like, I don't even know how to, it's almost, I hate to say this about, it's like such a bad analogy, but like putting myself on a leash and pulling back a little bit to make sure that I am not just trying to do right. for other people. Like I'm not just trying to put money into real estate because, you know, I want to have future wealth for my kids and give my husband <laughs> something to do with himself to remodel a project or something, you know, like make sure I'm not overextending myself money wise to put in for others. So that story, the, the you know, I've reached a new, they say another level, another devil, it's so true because something else comes up and then what you thought you already dealt with, it comes in a different way that you wouldn't expect. And it Im impacts the future vision, your ability to call it in right. because you either get stuck. And like for me now, making the move on real estate or investments or continuing to hire and develop our team and things like that. Then I got to pull myself back, but make sure that's not a block to the future that I want either right. to the point that I'm blocking myself because I'm afraid of a past money story right. that I had. Want to know what's also interesting 
as we're talking about our rungs here on a ladder and life repeating itself Mm -hmm. is that in every aspect of our lives like you and I Sarah and Anna we have repeated the same dynamic (laughs) in our lives repeatedly I don't know what you're talking about so (laughs) you do (laughs) do you not I know I'm just like a sweet little bird okay no but I mean sitting on a branch okay no so we did okay so when we were really super duper young Sarah was just really super duper mean that's a different story so we did always have like mean older sister quiet angsty little sister I was angstier when I was younger and but even though Sarah couldn't stand me wanted to pull my hair, did pull my hair, um, all these things. Sarah always took care of me. <laughs> so Sarah, even though I didn't think she was taking care of me, she was. I don't pull your hair now. No, but I think you'd like to sometimes. Now you no. like to poke me for fun. Sarah pokes me now for fun, um, to be funny, <laughs> not to hurt me. Um, but Only I do when you're not looking, you're trying to work. <laughs> so Sarah in our high school days, um this is probably when I started realizing that Sarah did care for me but we were still teenagers who didn't really get along but Sarah had a job um and she worked like 40 hours a week while in high school like she actually left school early to work and her teachers like allowed this because they knew some of our home situation and Sarah was also a really good student and her studies didn't falter because like while she was working um and Sarah's work provided me with lunch money and oftentimes groceries in the house. And while this was happening, I started actually walking Sarah dinners to her work sometimes at night. It's true. Cause we lived, it was the high school, then the outlet mall, then our apartment. Right. And I could walk <laughs> through the woods to give to, to the bring, mall, yeah. To the mall to bring Sarah food. So we started this kind of like circular nurturing thing that happened with Sarah Nice. That's true. In high school. Um, and I remember too that I got invited to Sarah's senior prom and Sarah was mad because it was <laughs> her senior prom and she did not want me to go. And she was just really upset about it. And then like the morning of the prom, because uh, I was just going to go and do my own hair and makeup and stuff because I knew how upset she was. I had found out that Sarah had made me appointments alongside of her for the whole day. But she had really just made my life a living nightmare up until that day. Until that day, she was like, I made you an appointment to get your nails done and your hair done with me, which was actually really sweet. Don't tell Sarah. Don't tell teenage Sarah. (laughs) That she was sweet. That she was sweet and she liked me. So fast forward into our 20s, Sarah was battling her own things, her own money mindset issues, trying to become a wealthier witch by cutting off all her text messaging and all these oh my things. gosh, that is such a lesson. That's a whole other episode. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we should have an episode on that. Yeah, Sarah like did a 360 on her life and I was in a bad place. A 180. A 180. That's yeah. what that is, a, a 180. 180, sorry. <laughs> so, and I was in a really bad place in my life and ended up sleeping on Sarah's couch and living with her in her one bedroom apartment that we smuggled excessive cats into. <laughs> um, but Sarah very much took care of me then too, but I took care of a lot of like the dinner and the household cleaning and things like that so that happened yeah again that sarah was taking care of me in one sense and i was taking care of sarah in another sense and then fast forward to now where we started the sisters enchanted together but i was working another job and sarah went full steam ahead and now i'm working under sarah 
Sarah taking care of me in that way, (laughs) but that Sarah would probably have lost her mind already if I wasn't sitting in the chair next to her. That's so true. Trying to take care of her in another kind of way. I wouldn't be able to find any papers. You wouldn't be able to find, I can't find any papers now either. If it was me by myself, I'd just be in a sea of like snack garbage and coffee cups. Yeah, I vacuumed while you were away <laughs> underneath your desk and there was perhaps a whole bag of popcorn. This is there. our desk. This is your side of the L. <laughs> <laughs> My side of the L had a rogue piece of popcorn that came from your side of the L. I don't think you should judge my side of the L. You know, the kid is crying. My kid is crying. Here on here. Anyway, so, okay, we're going to talk some more about wealthy witches, but we really end up talking about these timelines and how they present. Right. So it's a really big topic to consider your money stories. And we think it's so important because we do passionately believe. I so passionately believe it that I'll get into a rant and like start yelling at people. <laughs> that we need more wealthy witches. One of the most common emails we get from people is this email saying, do you know that like most people can't pay, can't afford anything. You should give everything away for free. Right. Like essentially implying, you know, that all these, every community, that every witch is poor. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Especially that is not okay. Like we have to more witchy women should be wealthy because we care. We're empathetic. Right. We're intuitive. We are wise. We can change the world. Right. With, we want to change things. with money. Right. Yeah. And donate to causes, start foundations, whatever right. you want to do with that money you can do. Um, but I know that the world needs more wealthy, uh, more wealthy witches and how we are going to you know, make that happen. I don't know. We all need to do these money stories, this money work and uh, do the hard work of making it happen and show up, show up for ourselves. Yeah. 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 The Anna was mentioning my early twenties and then we'll, we'll cut this off here, but I was in um, like 10, $20,000 ish of credit card debt. And I went so much as to turn off at the time you paid separately for text messaging. It was only 10 bucks a month, but I turned that off and in my 20s, like what 20 year old Does doesn't that. have text messaging, but I turned mine off to save $10 a month. Like I went like full bore, cut costs, cut expenses um, to be able to pay my debt down. And I will say that one lesson that I have learned in my self-employment journey is that it's a heck of a lot easier to make money than it is to, to accumulate that same amount of money by saving Right. right. So like trying to cut out $10 here, $10 there coupon for an hour on a Saturday morning, whatever. Cause I did that also. And it is a oh heck. My gosh. You don't even know. <laughs> I was like, time... like the, when those couponing shows are popular, right. it was like buy mm-hmm. one body wash, get five free. Oh, trust me. There was like, yeah, storage. we had so much. So anyway, I was that person, but it is way easier to figure out ways to make extra cash you're going to get farther right doing that than trying to scrimp and save i've learned that over time right so just changing our mindset around money you know thinking about our vision and how our past and present stories are going to keep us from getting to that vision i like it how it's playing out we need more wealthy witches we do the work more wealthy witches do the work people witches are going to change the world agreed if they have enough money to do it yes yes all right well that is it for this episode. You want to end it with me, Anna? Yeah. Let's end it together. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast.
I don't know what to say. <laughs> I was going to say thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Magic of the Inside podcast. And then you were going to say. Um, if you make sure you share this episode, uh, leave it a review on Apple Podcasts. That helps us out a whole lot. Um, and if you are interested in being a wealthier witch, reach out to us via email at magicofthesistersenchanted.com or head to our website, thesistersenchanted.com and check out our Society of Business Witchery offering or our Conjuring Abundance class or, you know, just do some money mindset work, y'all. It's important. It's All right. Important. Until next time, we hope that you have an enchanted rest of your day ahead.